Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, a place where you will feel encouraged by hearing God's stories from my friends that I share with you. Whether you're listening on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or needing a boost of encouragement after a full day, I want for you to feel seen by God, to be encouraged in your daily life, and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Well, hey, y'all. Welcome to the podcast. This is a new episode, episode 119, and I have a guest with me that is in person, live with me, and it is my husband, Jim. The last time you came on the podcast was episode 50. I know it's episode 50 you came on. Did you come on since then? I don't think so. So it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, welcome back. Well, thank you, Ren. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. So glad to, I could uh, take some time out of my evening to come in here and join you while we talk about Valentine's Day love and relationships. Yeah, it's good. In the closet. In the closet. In the closet. This is funny. When I um, asked Easton, our son, he's seven... I asked him, I said, hey, um, Dad and I are going to do a podcast episode together in a couple days. This was a couple days ago. I said, um, we're going to talk about marriage. What what should we talk about in marriage? And he was like, um, love. And I was like, okay, good. That's good. And he said, respect. I was like, oh, okay. I like that. That's good. And then he said, passionate. And I'm like, huh. Where did that come from? I hadn't heard that. I don't even know where he's heard that word. So, I guess we should talk about those things. Passion. <laughs> no, not just passion. <laughs> Passionate. Passionate. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cute. But, okay, we're going to talk about a couple things that are going to be things we wish we knew before we got married. We've been married 16 years. Uh, we got married the summer of 2003, right after Hurricane Elvis. We live in Memphis, and everybody called it Hurricane Elvis when there were like straight line winds, and the power was out forever, and our cake lady had to go to her cousin's house to bake the cake. I mean, it was a thing. So, we've been married 16 years. Let's jump in. So, let's talk about things we wish we knew when we got married. So, the first thing I thought about is that... Now, looking back, saying, you know what I wish somebody had told me was that to just tell you things, like communicate things with you, not just expect for you to be a mind reader for me. Oh, I really wish he would get me this for my birthday. Right. Well, instead of just assuming you're a mind reader, just tell you and say, hey, I really want this necklace. Are you saying uh, maybe perhaps to communicate? Yes, Totally. Like, and I, then I started, like, sending you stuff, like, for Christmas list. You're like, just send me whatever. And I, like, send it. Like, if I see something, I'll just send you the link. And I'm like, done. I mean, right? That's what I think people want. That's right. So, like, in Valentine's Day, it's today. We're recording the day before. But there were so many Valentines. You gave me so many awesome things. And, like, I remember the first, I think the first Valentine's day we were dating and you um had roses in a big huge vase delivered 
to my where I was working. Okay. And um, I loved it so much. But then after a couple years, we had so many vases. We're like, we're good. So I was like, hey, just go to Kroger and get me the ones that are not in the vase. And you're like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. And so we save money that way, you know. So communicate. We are not mind readers. That's good. one thing. All right. Okay, number two is kind of fun because I'm going to give you your Valentine's present on air. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Okay, you ready? All right, close your eyes. If y'all saw my Facebook Live the other day, you kind of know what this is. Okay, here you go. Ready? Dun, 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 dun. Here we have 52 fun things to do on date night, like take a cooking class together or go for Sundays on a Sunday. <laughs> a year of date nights. 52 date ideas. Okay, so the thing is... Let's dig in. Okay, so pick out now. Okay, here's the thing. We're going out Saturday night. That's the next thing on the list. We're going out Saturday night. This is what we're going to do after we go with friends to dinner. This is what we're going to do right after that. (laughs) (laughs) I came prepared with sound effects. I guess you did. All right, this says take a DIY class together at your local hardware store. I'm liking that. I know. I thought that was real. I I peaked, and I liked a couple of those. That's kind of fun. How about we take this in our garage working (laughs) on the airplane? No. There's so many DIY subjects out there that I could uh, get your help on. And look, it says date completed and everything. It's like a ticket. I really like that. So that's for this week. Now, it says 52, so this is going to take us two years to do because we have committed recently... um, I, I got the Cultivate Your Life Planner, and I've never been into, like, super making goals until recently. And one of the goals was that we really wanted to do date nights. Like, we haven't been super committed to do those. I mean, we'll do them once in a while. But I'm like, no, let's commit. Like, let's do two a month. So we're doing two a month every other week. And the other two days, the other two weekends, um, we're going to do, like, movie night. Well, the, the thing with the date nights is I know everybody can agree that you have to be intentional about them because you have to get a babysitter, you have to plan ahead mm-hmm. to get, whether it be a, a sitter or an, uh, a grandparent, mm-hmm. um, and that's why we don't do them. It's because it takes pre-planning, and so there's some intentionality that goes into doing date nights. Mm-hmm. And money, too, if you don't have grandparents that live in town, right. so you got to get sitters and you know, yep. dinner, movie. I mean, it's expensive. So we said we could do two a month because we have grandparents here in town, which mm-hmm. we're very grateful for. Um, so we said we could do two a month, and the other two we would stay in and watch movie. It'd be like movie night. Put East into bed and then do movie night. So tell everybody what we did this past Saturday night. Well, I have come to, to, uh, to learn about uh, my wife after 16 years of marriage that <laughs> she was so sheltered. As a, as a child, um, she wasn't um, really allowed to watch anything other than black and white movies and, and I Love Lucy and Andy Griffin. Uh, True. Uh, True story. Shows. And, and so when we, we, we we're, I'm still determining, still or I'm still finding out things about her, like she's never seen Ghostbusters. Who, that grew up in the 80s, hasn't seen Ghostbusters. I agree, but I put that on my Insta stories and the majority had seen Ghostbusters, but some had not. 
but maybe they weren't child of the child children of the eighties. So I was child of the eighties in Hatton. I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs either. <laughs> I love you, mom and dad, but I was a little on well, the shelter it's side because of Gargamel. I mean, if Gargamel wasn't in the village, um, you probably would have been allowed to watch. Who in the world is Gargamel? Well, no wonder. See, my mom is on the other end of this, going, "Yep, that's why." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Was it the villain or the sorcerer? Was yes, it a sorcerer? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You know, we are anyway. trying to, um, I guess, uh, shall we say, culture you <laughs> in the eighties, in the in, in the in the in the things of the eighties. Now there are some eighties movies that are a little not. Yeah, we're not going to watch. Right. Yeah. But, but you're, you're culturizing me to say, hey, this is a really good one. You don't need to miss it. Exactly. And the new Ghostbusters is going out, is coming out, so we had to watch this one to right. get ready for the new one. Okay. So, okay, next one. Um, have fun together. I mean, I think that has to take intentional intention as well. I mean, we haven't really intentionality. Intentionality. We haven't really mentioned, but Jim is building an airplane in our garage. Um, restoring. Restoring an airplane in our garage. We're really. Um, I still it boggles my mind. We've been, he's been covering like fabric on the wings. Like it's, it's amazing. It's basically like a large model airplane that can kill you. Okay. I mean, it's clearly nothing that an Enneagram 6 needs to worry about, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You have to be just very particular about and you how are. it goes together. And, yes. But it's really uh, like a big model airplane in our garage. It, I mean, that's probably a good way to explain it. But you're really good at it. You've done this before with other. Um, it was just a different type, but that's something that I've been like, you know, that's how you unwind. That's how you, um, you de-stress. know, de-stress and that kind of thing. And then that's time when we can catch up and like talk. And so I have to be more intentional about doing things that you like, just like you have to be intentional. Like a DIY class like a D- at your local hardware store. <laughs> but it didn't say that you, you were going to be the direct, the teacher of <laughs> the, the teacher DIY. Of the DIY. That's hilarious. Okay, wait. We have to show this because that's... Anyway, it's pretty fun. It's going to be fun. We have to show this on our little thing. I'm going to put something on Instagram. Okay, so that was another thing. We talked about planning ahead. You know, when we have before kids, you have to kind of get in the habit of this. So if you're out there and you don't have kids yet or your kids are younger, I know it's so, so hard to do it, but if you just say, hey, just once a month, if we could just do this once a month, I think it's really important. Yes. It's just to date your spouse. That's huge. It's just time spent together. And I'm going to also mention this is we also, it's great. This is the next one. It's great to know what your spouse's love language is. How are they most loved? Like I am most loved by words of affirmation. I mean, I think all of us are like each one at some point in time, but for sure, lo- words of affirmation is how I'm loved. You are, I think yours are um, gifts, giving and receiving gifts, um, and quality time. And so when we're working in the garage, that's quality time. That is feeding, you know, filling your love bucket. And it is me too, because we're exchanging words and, you know, affirming each other. Anyway, so I think that's important, don't you think? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing. And we did that early on. Mm -hmm. We found out our thing. Another thing is... A resource that we've used is taking the Enneagram test. I think that is a huge thing. I think people need to take it no matter if you're with your friends or with your spouse or um, family members. I think it is so incredibly 
useful and that has opened my eyes to a lot and has given me a lot more empathy for where you're coming from as an Enneagram one and me coming from an Enneagram six. That has been huge. So that's another little test you can take. Um, or you can tune in to last summer series when I did an Enneagram series on the podcast. So I'll put that link in the show notes. Um, okay. So one other thing, and then we're going to do the last one. Are you good with that? Okay. Okay. So one thing was look into each other's eyes when you leave for the day. Don't touch me there. (laughs) I touched you on your belly. Would you stop? (laughs) We're on air. (laughs) I should have put this on the YouTube channel so you would behave. I touched him on his chest and his belly, y'all. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway, see, it was getting really sweet and serious. (laughs) But a friend of mine said, look into each other's eyes and say, it's been it's been so good. It's been great being married to you. Because then you don't know what's going to happen. I'm, and maybe I shouldn't say that because then it makes me sad to think what could happen. But um, you just don't know, right? And so you just look and say, this marriage has been amazing. Like, I love you so much. And making that eye contact, which I think is important. Um, and you know what we've been doing with Easton is we've been huddling up and saying a word of prayer before we go our separate ways. And I think that's been really neat. That was actually on a checklist that I got online for him. And he's like, what is this? I'm like, well, this means we're just going to say a word of prayer before we go our separate ways, which I think that's, um, that's been neat. Do you have anything else to add? There's one more. And then I'll ask if you need to add anything. Um, know when to call an expert. A friend of mine also told me this. She's a marriage mentor at her church in their small group. And she said, you know, know when to call an expert. If y'all need to go to counseling for something, go. If you need to get, you know, if y'all both struggle with finances and knowing how to stick to a budget, go, you know, pay a financial planner so that there's a third party saying, hey, let's get on a budget. Let's stick to it. Um, I just thought that was so wise to do that. Get outside help if you need it. Um, And I think that's important. One more thing that you're going to probably do your oh yeah for is to be intimate with your spouse. We're not going to go into any details, but consistently that is something that is really important for um, your relationship. Yep, and uh, intentionality there is important because we joke a lot of times like from the movie um, Fun with Dick and Jane with, uh, uh, who's in that? Jim Carrey. Yeah, and who's the... Taya Leone. Yeah, right. So I like her a lot. You know, they, they talk about how they're going to plan uh, their night and get the Starbucks sampler and, <laughs> and uh, you know, everything because they're so busy. Uh-huh. And uh, But that's the truth. I mean, you yeah. have to be you have to be uh, intentional about about setting time away uh, for that and uh, sometimes more more time than than others. Huh? Yeah. Well, and, and it's it could be I mean, this is not like you're going on a vacation somewhere. This is right. like, you know, daily, weekly right. um, thing. And I think that's that's huge. And it's not just sex either, right? Right. Mm. I mean, it could just be mm. spending time giving a back rub or yeah. just touching or, or, you know. That's sweet. Yeah. I like that. Um. And another thing is, I think, to have the realization that no relationship is perfect. So, mm. like, um, I think that we are somewhat opposite. So, that's how we sort of balance each other out. Like, we're we're not the same 
on a lot of things. Um, and uh, even with finances, like I'm, I'm more of a spender than you are. And I think that's uh, somewhat been a, a positive in our marriage, but I know that everybody's not, not, they don't have that same mm. um, dynamic dynamic and, and, and it's, it takes more work. Um, I know for other, other people, but one is just having the realization that, that everybody has got faults. Everybody is not going to be perfect. Mm. Everybody's going to have bad days. Um, and you know, that, that if you are going through bad times that, you know, things won't be easier with somebody else, I think is important to know. Mm, That's good. Well, and grass is always greener sometimes, but it's not, it's not. And, and that's another thing is that we've got to find our, I love how you said that because as an Ingram one, things are in order and things are you know, y'all like things perfect. I mean, that's just, you know, your personality. But for you to realize that's not it, that's that's huge. That's a big thing. So I think that's awesome. But also, you know, our security is in Christ. So it's not in anyone else. And I think our marriage has gotten so, like, every day I love you more and more. Like, every day it's just gotten better. I mean, I remember in the beginning, everybody's like, how's married life? And I was like, this is hard. Yeah, and and I think one is two. I mean, I look at it from you know from the Christian worldview of well, one is just to have that recognition from the onset of uh, that there's going to be um, challenges and and struggles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you know if you can view that in the light of Christ, then you know you know that no matter what may come. That, that that marriage is rock solid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Something that we did early on in our marriage, which I found the other day, and we need to do it again, but we called it our love journal. We, we would pass it back and forth. Jim used to fly um, full-time. Now he's in the office, and he flies, but he's more in the office now. But um, he used to fly, and so what we would do is had this sweet journal and we would write notes back and forth, and then we'd hide it. So sometimes I would slip it in his bag, or I know it would be it under the pillow, and I, you know, you would go on a trip or whatever. And it was the sweetest thing because it was we just passed it back and forth. I think that is so neat that we did that. Yeah, that was early in the marriage when we started that because I was traveling a lot. Yes, um, that's true. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think back on that, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, that was. Um, that was a, a very a big test of our marriage early on because mm. I was gone all the time Yeah. Um, with that job. And I recognized very quickly that that's not something I wanted to, to do, you know, and, 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 and I can say just from someone that travels, I mean, if you travel in your marriage, that, that is a particular obstacle that, that you have to be guarded against because you're, Oh, um, I've known so many pilots um, that have had broken marriages because um, of that time away and, mm. and, and that intimacy that's missed. And, and you know, if, if, if that is neglected, that area is neglected for so long, it will be filled some way in some form. Mm. And so, you know, that's something that needs to be really recognized that if, if you know, if, if that's a lifestyle that you've, got to do because of work or mm-hmm. um, whatever the case may be, you know, you've got to work extra hard 
yeah. at um, at finding ways to 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 uh, to keep that level of of intimacy and interest and keep that spark alive mm-hmm. um, because it's uh, it's so difficult and uh, and so that's one way that we we worked on that. Uh, that was before FaceTime. That was before really yeah. almost cell phones. I mean, we had a uh-huh. cell phones, but I remember um, I still had a calling card. So when I'd be in Canada, mm-hmm. I'd have to use a calling card to call you. Uh huh. Um, and so that was uh, that was that was just yeah, a different all of it different time that we live in now with like FaceTime. Yes. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's great. Easier, I think. Yes. To, to stay uh, in touch. Yeah, um, and just guard. And guard that time when you are at home. I mean, there were some things that, you know, you might have to say no to because when you get home, you're home, you know. Right. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that those are some things that we kind of have walked through together. And um, I think that's it. But, all right. So, we're going we're gonna to go live. I think we're going to go live on um, Instagram on Saturday on our way to our date. Okay. So that we can tell everybody what we're going to do. Okay. So we might do that. And we'll do a DIY class at the hardware store, which is going to be our garage, I think. Mm, That's a great (laughs) hardware store. (laughs) Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for inviting me into your, into our closet. Into our office. It's an (laughs) office with a closet. Do you want an airhead? I have airheads in here. They were supposed to be for Easton, but... Um, I kept them up here, and then I just started snacking them. They're a little bag. It's <laughs> I'll have an airhead. Okay. I thought, here. Oh, no. I thought I left one. I just ate three. Oh, there's. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there's three empty wrappers <coughs> they are, on your desk. They are tiny, though. Look how tiny they are. The white mystery. I like those the best. Look, they're not even. They're that small. You can have one of them. Okay, well, um, that's going to do it. So thanks, y'all, for joining us for this fun episode, uh, 119. You can go find the show notes at renrobbins.com slash podcast. And, um, yeah, we're going to sign off. And do you know what to say? This is Jim and Ren signing off. <laughs> we're friends of a feather, so let's stick together. <laughs> Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Have a great week, and I'll see you maybe in episode 152. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it works. Lean up and talk. Testing, one, two, three. Lean up and talk. I mean, how are you going to sit the whole time, though? Like, we need to be kind of like this. I'll be right over here. So you want me to lean back too? Because we have to we have to match. Yes, let's okay. match. All right, so do testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put that away? Mm-hmm.